History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It is Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, in fact. I might have to eat a few few tacos and self-indulge on tacos tonight uh, to self-medicate after watching the three little pigs testify before Congress today. A memo to me, we, you know, we we needed to change those uh, Ronald Reagan sound bites at the open of the show and play some Patton, play some General Patton after what we heard happen today. Great show for you guys tonight. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs, who's going to be here to weigh in on the uh, hearing today of uh, Millie, McKenzie, and Austin. And then we've also got John Guandolo is going to be back with us today. And John Guandolo is former FBI, former Navy Academy graduate, as well as former decorated Marine, who travels around the country to educate Americans and law enforcement agencies and government institutions on threats that we face. And we've never been in greater danger of any threats we face as a country than what has happened in our with our foreign policy, what's happened with our U.S. military, and what's gone on in Afghanistan, including what they consider today and pushed out today as a logistical success but strategic failure. So we're going to be talking about that tonight and more because guess what? <coughs> There's a Democrat governor who says she's been talking to God. And she's got a message for you unvaccinated straight from the Lord himself. Yeah, you heard me. That's actually a true story. We're going to bring to you later tonight. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Uh, keep those comments rolling there. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Glad to have you guys with me tonight. 888-344-1170. If you watched these uh, sham of congressional hearings today. I don't usually watch. Usually they're just really bad theater and I got wore out on it by Republicans like Lindsey Graham, Trey Gowdy and others who never get any never um hold anybody accountable and even worse just give a forum for propagandists and lies and disinformation to be spewed in front of the American people, but there was actually some interesting things that happened today and I and I want to know from you if you watched it what your thoughts are on it. 888-344-1170. Here for his last night with me. And he's and he's probably ready to run out of here screaming and yelling it in glee. Like it's the night before Christmas. Like it's Christmas Eve. Is none other than DJ Jalapeno. I'm very, very depressed, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and the reason I'm depressed is someone stole my music. I don't have my back to run the show music. Oh, I can't what? find it anywhere. Oh. You want to hum it? It is a sad night. That is a sad night. That is who would do this kind of thing? I have no idea, except that you know, carrot sticks is probably roaming the halls, and maybe, maybe he was the gremlin that took down your good tunes. I'm looking in the computer everywhere, can't find it. And you know what's going to happen right around seven o'clock when the show's over? (laughs) I'm I'm going to discover it was all operator error. Yeah, probably. Then I'm really going to be depressed. Yeah. I was kind of de- I was kind of depressed watching these hearings today, and I know you were too busy, uh, Jalapeno, to watch it. A couple of things struck out at me um, that we even had Republicans chiming in today that what happened in Afghanistan and any form of it, any part of it, even half a second of it, was somehow a logistical success. 
And that was the narrative that was being pushed out today. A logistical success. Did any of you pay attention think that a logistical success was unvetted planes full of unvetted Afghanistan, uh, Afghani refugees, unvetted men with child brides were boarded planes while uh, other Afghanis were falling off of wings to the ground. Does anybody think it's a a, a success that after 20 years, all we got to show for it is 100,000 unvetted Afghanis brought here, some of which have already assaulted a female U.S. military officer? Children have been raped already. Is that somehow a logistical success? How in the world did those words come out of anybody's mouth today? And in particular, anybody questioning and any Republican questioning these three clowns, Larry, Moe, and Curly, who sat there today pushing out this nonsense. It's outrageous. A logistical success when 13 U.S. military were slaughtered unnecessarily? Is that anybody's idea of logistical success? That's insanity going on. Shame on anybody who buys into that crap. And it took until the afternoon session before Josh Hawley or anybody said, hey, you fools need to need to resign. There's no accountability. And yeah, you know, the, the, the star of it to me today was Marsha Blackburn because she called out and ripped Millie a new one. For the fact that they'll sit there and, and act like, uh, you know, uh, oh, it's confidential. We can't repeat any conversations we've had with Joe Biden while they've been traipsing around instead of focusing, as she put it on Afghanistan and a proper withdrawal. No, he's gone around to, quote, bolster his bluster, given all these interviews with authors when he should have been focusing on Afghanistan. But the fact remains is that none of them should have been there. They should have been in shackles. They should have been in the brig where guess who's in the brig today? The only person in the military who's been held accountable for anything related to Afghanistan is Commander Scheller, who was the Marine officer who called out who resigned, attempted to resign, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, the Marine officer who went viral recently because he called out the military leadership uh, of the Biden administration. He's literally been thrown into the brig. So while we had chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff defending phone conversations, defending leaking classified conversations with Trump to book authors, defended phone calls to China in which, according to those same book authors, he gave a heads up, which, which he really didn't even deny today. That's treason. These three military people are still sitting there, paid for by the taxpayers, sitting there in their uniforms, while Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller has been thrown into the brig. The reason why he was thrown into the brig is because they refused to accept his resignation. And then they put a gag order on him and told him he's not allowed to speak. Let that sink in for a moment. He's not allowed to speak to anybody. But yet Miller admitted today, Millie, that he gave interviews to multiple authors. And according to those authors, the quotes were confidential conversations that he had with Trump. But even but whatever it was he said to these authors, because he, he later on tried to deny that he shared any any confidential conversations because he was sitting there saying that he couldn't share anything that happened in, in his conversations with Biden, right? After he's already been running his mouth with these book authors. But whatever, whether whether or not he relayed any confidential information to these book authors, he's allowed to speak. But Scheller's been thrown into the brig. 
We're going to pick up this conversation. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs who's going to join us. There needs to be some accountability. And I want to hear what the Republican Party is going to do to provide it. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, talking about uh, what I call the three little pigs that went and testified before Congress today. Um, yeah, I said it. That's what I'm calling them because it was an absolute uh, disaster of military leadership that we've got in this country. No accountability so far. Uh, there's calls for accountability after what was admitted today. I actually didn't even get to some of the most interesting part of the testimony. I waited to bring in Congressman Andy Biggs to get to that, and he joins me now. Hi, Congressman Biggs, my favorite congressman. Thanks for being here. Hey, Andrea, it's good to be with you. I always get a charge out of hearing your opinion. Well, thank you. You're always right. You're always right. Well, thank you. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And and so are you. You tweeted out earlier, I think it was actually even before the hearings began, our borders are open, Americans are in Afghanistan, and $3.5 trillion reconciliation package does not cost $0. I would add to that, based upon today's hearing, that and Joe Biden lied when he said that none of his military advisors told him to leave at least 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. Yes. Yeah, that's a total total fabrication. It's not fabrication. What am I saying? Let's let's call it what it is: a big fat whopper. And you know, we've always known Joe Biden uh, lies, um, and this is a huge lie. And he was trying to throw everybody else under the bus. And the reality is. Um, he was given um, intelligence. He was given counsel and advice by people who knew. He decided to get rid of the, the Trump plan, which was a staged and conditional um, uh, breakdown and, and, and uh, evacuation. But you were saving all the Americans and all of the p- people that you had promised you'd help. You were saving all of our material. But this guy, Joe Biden, doesn't have the truth in him. I really, I really don't think he does. Everything's a lie, and, yeah. and he's got to go. Well, he's, he's really got to go. Yeah, he's gotten away with his lies. He was able to campaign under the lie that Trump said there was good people on uh, that. That when Trump said there was good people on both sides, that he was referring to white supremacists. Uh, he was allowed to lie in the Chris yeah. Wallace debate about everything from Hunter Biden to. Um, uh, uh, well, I mean, if he's opening his mouth, he's lying. You know, go- Congressman Heiss, I think, out of who's I believe out of Georgia, today yeah. said that Joe Biden needed to resign because either he's either he's um, uh, a liar to the American people, and the results of these lies are the deaths of Americans who are still, as you tweeted out today, Americans still over there, um, or he's mentally incompetent and doesn't remember the the advice that he received from his military and. Um, neither one is a good option for us. Um, uh, Joe Biden needs to go. He He's not going to resign. So what's the Republican Party prepared to do to hold him accountable as well as these uh, three military uh, buffoons? Well, um, so I have signed on to uh, a, a, an article of impeachment or a resolution to, to impeach Joe Biden um, for a multiple uh, multiple infractions. And I'm encouraging our leadership to, if they, if they don't want to use that one or any of the other six that have been filed, <laughs> yeah. how about how about let's do, how about let's at least turn it over to the um, Republicans on the Judiciary Committee. Let their attorneys start drafting uh, articles and putting together a well-reasoned 
uh, impeachment process. I mean, so, uh, look, what this guy has done is to emasculate our country domestically and internationally. Mm -hmm. In eight months, uh, you cannot do this by accident. This happens deliberately. And... um, and he he really needs to go, but but the problem is then you get Kathleen Kamala as your vice president, she who of the uh, uh, the root cause of illegal immigration is is climate change, uh, and while fifteen thousand people are coming across our border in one day, she's flipping a coin at a football game, college football game. This is this is uh, you know another problem. We can, we we can't have Kamala Harris either. Well, unfortunately, um, I, I feel like we need to begin to have some accountability in our government. And we unfortunately, we, we weren't able to get enough of that in the Trump administration because, you know, President Trump did not go to D.C. surrounded by thousands of people in a, in a, with a machine. He was unfortunately had to use a lot of establishment, uh, deep state people like Christopher Ray, And, you know, and then he was recommended to bring in Bill Barr, who let him down. And um, so we still have. Uh, even in the, from the military, the CDC, the FBI, and the DOJ, we have too many swamp dwellers, <clears throat> and nobody was ever nobody was legitimately held accountable for the Russian collusion, the um, yeah. the um, illegal surveillance that went on. Uh, now we don't have anybody. Apparently, the only person who's being held accountable from a military standpoint for the failures in Afghanistan is this lieutenant colonel who's been thrown in the brig because he dared to open his mouth. Meanwhile, Millie's and other are, are given interviews to book authors. They're allowed to speak. They're allowed to talk to the media, give interviews, leak stories. And, you know, on top of killing Americans and Americans are, are, are still dying today over there and yet there's no accountability even if we even if we end up with with Kamala I think we've got to send a message that you are not going to destroy this country destroy our military and kill Americans in the process and get away with it I agree a hundred percent and 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 I'm so agitated about this lieutenant colonel who's in the brig basically he had resigned mm-hmm. um, and 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 he you know he's going to leave the military resign his commission and go because he knew that he would. Uh, he they they didn't like what he said, but instead now they're going to seek him try to try to do what they're doing everywhere. This cancel culture. They're going to try to cancel him, censor him, and and basically take away everything in his life that he worked his whole life for, if they can do it. Because they are hateful, vengeful, um, controlling, evil people. And the fact that you let your uh, General Milley go out there and say what he said, make calls to the to the Chinese uh, general, the counterpart of the People's Liberation Army for the for the Communist Party. Think about that. I mean, if you want to make it, it's not meant to be funny, but I saw it in Babylon B or something like that. You know, hey, hey, um, General Milley's going to coach the football team this weekend, but uh, the Army football team. But he's, what he's going to do is he's going to send the playbook over to the op- opposing team. That's <laughs> yeah. what he did. Yeah. That's what he did. And 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 he gets no accountability. Biden gets no accountability. Hunter Biden doesn't. Hillary Clinton, when she she's burning down Benghazi and, mm-hmm. and tossing away uh, drives, computer drives. You start looking at this whole thing. How about the entire structure of the FBI? Yeah, we got rid of six of them. But you got Christopher Ray, who's still pitching in there. Um, and and uh we got Secretary Mayorkas, who's the orchestra, you know, the orchestrator, the the, the uh, director, the conductor of this horrible policy, mm-hmm. and and Andrea, uh, you know, not to not to go on a rant, but I mean, this guy said last week there is no problem. Biden said there's no problem. Mm-hmm. 
oh my gosh, you just open your eyes. It is, it is, whether it's the border, Afghanistan, inflation, high crime rates, uh, uh, the, the COVID mandates and lockdowns, the vaccine mandates, all of those are designed to give control to these guys. Well, absolutely. It's, it's about, um, uh, it's, 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 I would say it's cloward pivot in progress, uh, you know, because you, you said it right. It's not, it, it's not by accident that um, we've got murder up 29.4%, that we've got a flood of, of millions coming across our southern border, and they don't get checked for COVID. They're not required to get COVID tested. They don't go to wear a mask. They don't have to get mm-hmm. vaccinated. Uh, it's not a coincidence that Afghanistan went down the way it did, why they took out Bagram and put everything down at um, the Kabul you know, um, airport and for them to consider for the uh, the uh, the government to collapse like it did put us in a position to where we got to take all these refugees in we did not go there and spend 20 years and treasure and lives in order to have to bring 150 something people or however many are here some of which are already raping children uh, we already had a a, a military uh, woman who was who was uh, assaulted by a gang um they weren't vetted when they were brought here as Marsha Blackburn talked about today there was children yep. child brides uh b- b- here today and nobody's held accountable um, because this is what they want right and they've got the sheller thrown in the brig they refuse to accept his resignation because this is to send a message to anybody else in the military that dare to try to speak out against it this is about trying to transform our military into not a force against the foreign government as Millie proved by giving a heads up to china this is about transforming the u.s military into a force against the citizen citizenry in my opinion yeah, well, we're going to be certainly um, over the, the world's premier military force to um, be a second-tier force. And it won't be because of the enlisted men and women. It won't be no. because of the, the rank officers. It's going to be because of the brass. Mm-hmm. It's going to be because of the leadership, the failed leadership that we have there. And, and Millie, if he had any integrity, would have already resigned. Right. I mean, what he did... It was just unconscionable, but but we've reached a, a stage where I, I have to. I find myself saying sometimes, if we as American people decided that we'll accept unconscionable conduct uh, from these these political leaders, uh, because what I'm seeing is is absolutely uh, tearing at the fabric of the United States of America, and um, it's it's a dangerous situation in the short term, and it could be existentially devastating in the long term. Absolutely, because uh, from a variety of different standpoints, because there was a time where we thought that if we've got, we, we've known for a long time the Democrats' end game was to transform us from a republic of states to a centralized system of power, whatever version of ism they, they're able to get over on us, communism, socialism, you know, fascism, whatever. And we always thought that we would have a U.S. military that would stand in the gap between us and an overreaching government. And that's why they've got to transform it from one that, uh, wants to take on uh, foreign governments that are enemies to one where the chairman of the Joint Chiefs is tipping them off. And, you know, this same man refused to admit today that Joe Biden had lied when he said that he had not been advised to keep a force there. This is the same dude, Congressman Andy Biggs, that took the time to do a video apologizing because he walked across the street with President Trump to a church. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. shame. If Patton were alive, he'd pimp slap him into the ground. <laughs> yes, he would. It's a great movie, by the way. Yes. But but the, the the reality is, I, I I heard a report last week at at the same time as that church was being attacked and burned. By the way, mm-hmm. um, 
22 other churches in the area had been burned over the last year or so. And and so so it's an attack this attack on religion is coming from the left mm-hmm. and they and they're they're goon, you know the 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 brute brute squad I guess we call it. You can call uh, them now, goons. Antifa. You can call yeah. them goons. <laughs> Whatever they are, they're yeah. just they're just barbarians, right? I mean and and um, Millie it's just an embarrassment. It's an embarrassing person. Yeah, he is. It really is. I got to talk yeah. while in the few minutes I have left with you. The other thing that you've mentioned in your tweet today, this $3.5 trillion reconciliation package, another mm. way to destroy this country is economically. And Nancy Pelosi is out yesterday saying, don't think about the numbers. Think about our values. Well, you know what? My values are not involved in, in what they're trying to pay for with $3.5 trillion, which will destroy us economically. And r- reports are it will cost us 5 million jobs and add another $4.5 trillion in debt to this country. Yeah, well, here's the way to think about it. So we got a briefing from a senator, a couple of senators, actually, last night at Freedom Caucus meeting. Uh, and they came in, and I said, "Well, what's the real number?" He said, "The real number over ten years is closer to eight trillion dollars oh. in spending, new spending." And and um, what they what they're lying about too is is the taxation that's in these packages. Mm-hmm. They are going to increase taxes so that in a couple of years, if you make thirty thousand dollars a year, you'll have a tax increase. Don't forget the inflation that's going to happen because you flood the economy with, with bad dollars that, that are devalued. Mm-hmm. So that causes everything to go up in price. So that's a tax on everybody. But the reality is they have put in for people who make over 800000 bucks, which is not me, or maybe you, Andrea, but not me, um, they've put in all of these loopholes uh, in there, in the tax packages that are going to increase taxes on everybody else, including the middle class. They're, they're liars every time they open their mouths. It's a shame uh, that I have to say that, but that's, that's what's going on. They said there's not going to be new taxes, and uh, they said it's going to, and Joe Biden said it's not going to cost nothing, <laughs> right? So, uh, I mean, it's going to cost $8 trillion of new, and the significant part of it's going to be new taxes or um, credit uh, financed which means that the future generations are going to get stuck with that debt. Well, you're one of the few people in Congress that's speaking out and speaking the truth to all this and working hard. And and hopefully we're going to get some traction on this impeachment, because even if it doesn't end up happening, um, you know, uh, you know, you know, Trump stayed in office. You know, there there needs to be an effort made. You know, there needs to be an effort at accountability, even if it doesn't work, to send a message. Right. And thank you for being here and sharing your message. And I appreciate you, Congressman. Thanks, Henry. Keep up the good work, please. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right. Now, y'all stay with us because it's been a while since I've had John Guandolo on the show. And I was thinking about him today because there's never been a greater time where we needed to understand the threat that this nation faces than what's going on militarily around the world, foreign policy around the world, these open borders. And John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat will be here next. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, there's a certain governor who says that she talked to God. And, and uh, God gave her a message for the, for 
of the unvaccinated. I can't even tell you this. It's a true story, so stay tuned for it. But it's so ridiculous, it makes me laugh. Um, one of my favorite moments from today's testimony was, I don't remember who the, who the uh, senator was who grilled Millie, but he said, if China was going to invade Taiwan or strike or attack Taiwan, you think they'd give you a call and give you a heads up? And Millie was like, oh, well, you know, I, I, that, that would be easy to see. He's like, that wasn't my question. My question was, would he have gotten on the phone with you and given you a heads up? Millie, of course, was tongue-tied, which doesn't say much for him and his brain capacity. If you're going to be that treasonous, you ought to be better at it than this. Joining me now to continue the discussion on today's hearings is John Guandolo. He's president and founder of Understanding the Threat. He's a graduate of the U.S. Navy Academy and went on to be a commissioned officer in the United States Marine Corps. He's written uh, some really important books uh, like um, Sharia, The Threat to America, Raising a Jihadi Generation, Islam's Deception, The Truth About Sharia, and goes around that former FBI agent as well. And he educates the country at a variety of different levels on the threats that we face. And we need to be very concerned about the dangerous position that we are in, not just in the world, but around the country today, given this is for what we have for military leadership and what happened in Afghanistan. And he joins me now. Hi, John Guandolo. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me on again. It's great to be with you, as always. Your thoughts today as former military, as well as an expert on uh, the various threats that we face as a nation. Your your thoughts today on, the, on uh, from today's hearings? Well, I think uh, it was spectacular in that General Milley basically uh, tripled down on his comments, uh, which for our listening audience, it should be very clearly stated. Uh What he did by telling a military leader in China that we would advise them if we're going to attack them, uh, bullet point for bullet point meets the elements of federal code for treason. So this isn't, hey, what do you think? Um, It it is so astounding um, what he said and that he's doubled down and that he – it's funny how he – keeps having to defend himself and tell us what he is and what he isn't, uh, how, how much he supports the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a communist. All these kinds of comments we've heard come out of his mouth in the last couple of times he's testified. It's fascinating to me. Most people don't have, have to do that. because. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet when you look at his actions, uh, I don't know if the guy's a communist or not, but he's certainly standing in their camp. And uh, he certainly committed treason. Yes. And the fact that... Uh, He's a four-star general, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, and he still doesn't and can't, doesn't know and can't identify the enemy and wars we've been fighting on three or four different continents. Uh, criminally negligent should be thrown in there, too, with him. Yeah. That's and what I thought when I watched. Me, too. And, you know, I'm, I'm not former military like you are. I was daughter of two Marines. I was born at Lejeune, which is apparently where uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller has been uh, thrown in, into uh, custody. I don't know if you're familiar with that story. The only person military has been held accountable is the one that spoke out against it and tried to resign. And they That's didn't right. accept his resignation so that they could keep him quiet. So while Millie's running around talking to book authors and media, as well as all the rest of them are, and bad-mouthing Trump, and Millie doing a video apologizing that he walked in uniform across the street with the president of the United States, his commander-in-chief, to a church. Uh, but yet Scheller is not, not allowed to speak his mind, is, is equally outrageous. It reminds me, 
of uh, Christian Saucier, who was thrown in jail for a year for six photos on his phone while Hillary Clinton violated the Espionage Act all over the place and still walks free today. We have no uh, justice in this country. And I think that was a message. Um, Scheller is a message to the rest of the military that you better get in line because this is a new military. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs, he's the one. Remember Millie sitting before them talking about how you know he really wants to understand why, why he's so bad being a white person and pushing all this CRT stuff. I don't know. When you were in the Naval Academy, John Guandola, were they teaching you CRT, critical race theory, or were they teaching you battle plans on how to, you know, how to destroy the enemy? Yeah, no, we're definitely not learning critical race theory. Um, but I do want to say, first of all, I appreciate what you just, uh, uh, what you just shared. I think it is absolutely critical that your listeners uh, understand, though, that there is a history with these generals in the last 20 years after 9-11, not one general has articulated the threat. A couple have come very close while in uniform. Um, and a couple have actually under, come to understand it and have been very outspoken since they've been out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, remember, it was General Casey, General Casey, uh, who said after the attacks at Fort Hood that what happened at Fort Hood was bad. What would be, would be worse is if our diversity suffered. It's Admiral McRaven who called for a coup, retired Admiral McRaven, against the President of the United States. It's Admiral Stanley McChrystal who ran an intelligence information operation against the sitting President of the United States. It's H.R. McMaster who, as the National Security Advisor, not only fired Richard Higgins, who is the director of strategic planning for the National Security Council, was the one guy up there in the Trump administration that actually understood what was going on. Yeah. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis is one of the reasons why we had bad rules of engagement over there in Afghanistan. So he, he you know, was he was never one, in my opinion, to understand the threat uh, either. In fact, I don't, you know, um, uh, to hear George W. Bush, who got us into Afghanistan and Iraq, compare what happened on January 6th with what happened on 9-11 is absolutely disgusting to me. And he's been part of the problem because he, he uh, was on board with the uh, it's uh, the, the problem isn't Islam or anything related to Islam. It's just that, you know what, they just hadn't had a taste of freedom. And if we just went over there and built some schools and some highways, they're going to fall in love with us. And that will that will stop radical Islam. So now, John Guandolo, now that they intentionally... Uh, allowed Afghanistan to collapse to justify bringing 100,000 Afghanis here who weren't vetted. We now have 100,000 Afghanis here that weren't vetted. Um, we already have children being raped. We have a US, uh, female U.S. military officer who was attacked by a gang of them. Uh, they're, not being, they're, not, they're not being watched. They're allowed to roam and do whatever they want to do. Um, we know that um, there's, there is a best case. Uh, we've got an ideology of Sharia coming here and worst case we've got as a part of that we've got those who share the ideology of the taliban and al-qaeda you just said so much in those couple sentences let me just start with a couple things number one i would ask where are the governors including my own governor of texas who has been incredibly weak for so long um and yet people would argue he's one of the strongest governors in the country and that should show you how weak um governors have been uh, there, there's no way if a governor, uh, that a governor can be forced to accept people into their state that pose a danger to the state. Uh, but they did. 
they they did, and they continue to. Uh, that's the first part. Um, our presidents, uh, from Clinton uh, to Bush to Obama, have all said, I mean, Mr. President said it on national television after 9-11, Ameri- uh, Islam is peaceful, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Muslims just want what we want. That's a lie. That's not what they teach their 10-year-old children in U.S. Islamic schools at all, anywhere in the United States. Um, and we teach what, what they teach uh, their children. And we've asked leaders, why is it that what they tell you, what Islamic leaders tell you, Mr. President, Mr. National Security Advisor, is exactly opposite what they teach their 10-year-old children about Islam? Have you ever asked yourself that, sir? No, you haven't. So you're either uh, dumb as a stump, grossly incompetent, or you're back for the other team. Pick one. Those are your choices. Um, and when we look at uh, what has been intentionally done by this administration and the generals who uh, are allowing these flights to land at military bases with illegals, and they're letting it go. And the answers, by the way, when you listen to these interviews, sounds just like the gate guards at Nazi death camps. Hey, I'm just following orders. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? That's not what your oath of office means. You just don't follow orders. Or, hey, abortion's the law, so therefore, well, that's not actually... That's not actually how it works. We have a declaration. The Constitution is understood in light of the declaration. And if it violates the moral standard, then it doesn't matter if a legislature voted it into law. You as a police officer, you as a military, you have a duty not to obey that law. That's how the system works. And that's what Stu Scheller is is and has trying to say and has said. And the only guy, Lieutenant Colonel, former battalion commander, Marines, Stu Scheller, the only guy who is speaking truth about what's going on, and the the corrupt nature of our general officer corps is the only one in prison. And I would argue these generals that are guilty of treason uh, should be meeting a a fate worse worse than jail because the the punishment at the maximum end for treason is death. Yeah, they should be shot at sunrise. These people are committing treason openly. And unless something is done about it, it's not going to stop. What's, what's going to stop an arrogant General Milley, Mark Milley, from continuing what he's doing when he knows there's no, there are no consequences? Well, yeah, it's just like the FBI and the DOJ. I mean, you know, they, they got away with illegally surveilling and lying to FISA courts. And uh, the FBI got away with, um, you know, burying and, and falsifying records related to Olympic gymnasts being, you know, you know sexually assaulted. Uh, they've gotten away with faking kidnapping plots and being involved in January 6th. And meanwhile, uh, they can't seem to solve a crime. The intelligence community can't seem to stop a terrorist attack. So, yeah, I know. How about when we've got no FBI and DOJ that's that's actually looking to, to solve crimes. They're looking to to persecute and prosecute Americans. I and the intelligence community hasn't gotten a terrorist threat right. Um, I know. Let's bring in a hundred thousand Afghans that haven't been vetted. Genius. Yeah. What's incredible to me is we wrote an article uh, entitled uh, "Vetting the Unvettable." <clears throat> Anybody that's been over there knows you can't vet most of these people if you can vet any of them uh they they don't even know their own birth dates uh they don't um we're not sure the names they give us are their real names uh it's it's unbelievable we don't know what they've been doing that uh afghanistan's a tribal country 
while our government and our State Department may say it's a nation, Afghanistan doesn't, the Afghan people don't see it that way. They operate at the tribal level. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that, uh, by the way, just you mentioned, you know, the raping of a, of young girls mm-hmm. uh, since they, the uh, refugees, and I'm putting refugees in quotes because mm-hmm. they do not meet the legal international definition of refugees, by the way, right. but we'll put them in quotes. The refugees uh, being held in military bases and elsewhere, um, you know, raping minors, uh, raping, uh, you know, military personnel and gangs, lawful. That's all lawful in Islam. Yeah. And that's what you get when you, you bring it here. But people are aghast when you say that because they're ignorant. And I've never read, uh, you know, a book for sixth graders or eighth graders or uh, people that are getting their doctorates in Islamic jurisprudence. All you do is got to open it up and read it. Right. And, 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 and it didn't help that we had uh, Bob Mueller when he was the head of the FBI who actually changed investigative procedures uh, to remove anything related to uh, the word Sharia, radical Islam. I mean, anything re- related to the actual terrorist threat was removed uh, from investigative procedures. Um, so what do we do when we know that the, the, and they were spread Afghani, many of them were spread across the country because that's the, the idea of the Democrats partnering and bringing them here is because they share a similar ideology that of a centralized system of power. And this is a way for them, just like the southern border, to bring in people that are going to be a voting block for them. This is a new voting block. Um, what should we be aware of in a minute and a half left of what threat does this pose to us from a terrorist standpoint? And what can we, how can we be aware and work to prevent it? Well, a nation can't, can't, cannot remain sovereign without uh, maintaining its borders and border security. Uh but that includes our ports of entry, our airports, how we allow people even to enter into the country. Uh, you can't bring people in that you can't vet, and you can't bring people in that uh, whose ideology is to come in with a purpose to destroy you. And so you have to at least ask them questions and discern. <clears throat> and if you can't discern, then you err on the side of caution. And this is this is common sense way to uh, to approach this. There's no way to look at this that I've been able to find, and I'm opening open to hearing ideas that the president, vice president, and the, the uh, cabinet are not doing this intentionally. What they're doing with the, the Haitians in, in, uh, at the border in Texas, uh, what they're doing at the border in general, with the Af- what they did in Afghanistan, all of this is intentional. Yeah. And again, understanding the threat. <clears throat> excuse me. What we do is at the local level. <laughs> providing solutions for citizens to actually, uh, we empower you with tools to identify the, the nodes of corruption and the communist and jihadi networks in your local area and teach you how to take your communities back and how to uh, fortify your counties and reestablish uh, the, con- the uh, Republican form of government at the county level and do what our law and our constitution require. That's what we do. Nobody else does it. So I'd encourage people, go to understandthethreat.com. We'll give you some very practical training to get you engaged in your community. Well, John Guandolo, that's why I wanted you on tonight, because we've got to not just we've got to be aware of the threats and and that this government is doing this intentionally. And and understanding the threat dot com is uh, the resource for you and your community here in San Diego County and beyond. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Now stay tuned. 
We got a governor that's been talking to God, and he's got a she's got a message for you unvaccinated. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Okay, so <laughs> New York thought that they were getting an improvement after they got rid of Governor Andrew Cuomo. Enter Governor Hochul. I guess that's how you say her name. Um, she actually, she has said, and, and this is not even a joke. This is not a parody story. This is not Babylon B. She's come out and said that you unvaccinated people aren't listening to God. Now, I don't know if she's referring to the 100,000 healthcare workers in the state of New York who have refused to take the jab. And what does that tell you, by the way? As Simone Gold tweeted out today, she said, what does it tell you when 100,000 healthcare workers refuse to take this shot? Well, evidently, they haven't they don't have the same hotline to God that Hochul has. I don't know if I don't know if she's got, uh, you know, some special cell phone number to God. I'm not sure what her ring, what the God, what the ringtone is or if she's receiving text messages from God. But she went on to say she was speaking at the Brooklyn Christian Cultural Center. Uh, that the unvaccinated are not listening to God, that she has prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayer. She said he made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, and he made them come up with a vaccine. Funny she didn't thank Trump uh, in that list of, of people. Um, she went on to say uh, that she urged the attendees to thank God for the vaccine. And she says she wears her vaccinated necklace all the time. And she says, you know, you're the smart ones out there. But, you know, there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. So I guess God has told her that the unvaccinated are stupid. Okay, I I don't know. In my Bible, God doesn't talk to governors and God doesn't refer to people as stupid. Um, In fact, the smart people are the ones who are making a choice for themselves. Uh, There was a story today, by the way, of a four year old who went in to get a flu shot, was accidentally given a full adult dose of the covid vaccine. So Hochul wants you all to be her apostles and go out and talk to others about it. So anyway, if you need to know what God's got on his mind, just go to Governor Hochul. Thank you all. Love you. Thank you, DJ Jalapeno. Got my song. And now we got to go.